Game three of the ALDS between the Indians and Red Sox. Cleveland going for the sweep of Boston at Fenway Park. David Ortiz, could it be his final game? We pick things up in the third inning. Scoreless, Josh Tomlin facing Dustin Pedroia. On the ground, wide of third. Nice play, Ramirez, and guns him down. Ramirez at third, Chisholm Hall at second. Pitch to him. Swung on, lined right side, base hit, Tyler Naquin. One run is in, rounding third and scoring as well as Chisholm Hall, and Naquin comes through. The Indians take the lead 2-0. Perez going the other way. Great stop by Pedroia, who throws him out. Now Pomerantz with the 1-2 pitch. A swing and a drive. Deep left center field. This ball gone. Coco Crisp with a two-run home run over the Green Monster in deep left center field. And the Indians have a 4-1 lead. Dua Hara just paints the corners. Ramirez swings, drives one, deep right field. On the run as Betts on the track. Over the shoulder, catch with his back to home plate. Oh, what a grab by Mookie Betts. Betts has gotten better every year in the home run department. A bullet to third, Ramirez diving stop. Gets the force at second. What a play. Well, Cody Allen the closer in for the four-out save. Cody Allen's never been in a spot like this before in the big leagues. Allen comes set at the belt. He lets it fly. Swing and a liner to short by the diving Lindor into left the base hit. Betts will score. Ortiz will stop at second. It's a one-run game. He wondered if they're going to pinch run for Big Poppy at first base, but once he got to second, they're going to take a chance on scoring him right here. The roar from the Fedway faithful for Ortiz. Cody Allen checks second. His 1-2 offering. Swung on line to second. Caught by Kipnis. Two down in the bottom of the ninth. Cleveland four. Boston three. Allen's ready. The payoff pitch. Swung on a high fly ball, shallow right. Chisinau is there. He makes the catch. Ball game. And the sweep is complete. And this resilient bunch of Cleveland Indians will play for the American League pennant. The Indians hang on and sweep the Red Sox, taking it 4-3 and advance to the ALCS to face the Blue Jays. Josh Tomlin goes five plus innings to get the win, allowing two runs. Cleveland had thrown 14 consecutive scoreless innings until the Red Sox scored in the fifth. Tyler Naquin, just the second Indians rookie to drive in multiple runs in a postseason game. Game one of the ALCS is Friday when the Indians host the Blue Jays. For more on the Indians' sweep of the Red Sox, we go to Matt Wehmeyer and Jeff Nelson. First the Cavaliers and now the Indians, perhaps. They take a huge step closer on Monday night as they finish off a three-game sweep of the Red Sox in the ALDS. Matt Wehmeyer alongside Jeff Nelson and Nelly, the Game 3 starter for the Tribe. Josh Tomlin gave up 36 home runs in the regular season. That's not a good figure facing a dangerous Red Sox lineup. How was he able to get the job done in Game 3? Well, for one, he had a great game plan going into Game 3. But another thing, he's not an overpowering pitcher. The Red Sox are a great fastball-hitting team. And if you're not overpowering, when you have a good fastball-hitting team, what messes them up? Guys that don't throw hard. 98, you know, the Red Sox are probably scoring 10 runs. 
But Tomlin only throws about 88 to 91 miles an hour. He pitched backwards. He got his off speed over early, finished off the hitters with his fastball. He had good fastball location. He pitched up in his zone. He was able to control his breaking ball, and his changeup was outstanding. He was able to keep the Red Sox hitters off balance. A great game plan for Tomlin. And, Nelly, let's not forget, heading into the playoffs, the Indians without Carlos Carrasco, without Danny Salazar, and now they're going to face a lethal Blue Jays offense in the upcoming ALCS. And to have a guy like Tomlin step up, that's got to be a huge sigh of relief for Terry Francona. Well, it is, and it's also a huge relief for Tomlin. Gives him confidence. I know he went five innings, uh, but it was just enough. You have a great bullpen, Cleveland does. So that's mainly all you have to do is go five innings. But it's a good confidence boost. You wind up sweeping the Red Sox, and you were the guy on the mound that did it. Indians manager Terry Francona on the huge Game 3 win on the road at Fenway Park. Josh was throwing the ball so well that I didn't want to go get him too quick because he was hitting his spot so well. But when, when they got to the top of the order, you know, and a home run can tie it or take the lead, especially in this ballpark, some of those right-handers, it's hard to have Andrew up warming up and not bring him in the game. So I thought Josh did exactly what he was supposed to do, and I thought we were to a point in the game where if everything played out, we could cover it. Doesn't mean, doesn't guarantee anything, and they certainly made us work for it, but there's a reason we went and got Andrew Miller. As a pitch count's climbing for Allen, and you know he's going to full counts, what's going through your mind at that point? Was there any point where you were tempted to get somebody else warming? No, no, he was gonna he was gonna finish that one way or the other. Um, kind of throw pitch counts out the window in a game like this. I mean, I know where it was, but he was going to finish, like I said, one way or the other. Former Red Sox Coco Crisp spoke about his dramatic two-run homer in game three. Well, after the first game, uh, I figured that all they were trying to do was throw me off speed, and we're trying to come close with the fastball. And uh, Palm struck me out with that curveball last time, and it's very sharp. You know, he just happened to just leave that one just a little bit up, more up than probably he wanted to. And I was sitting on off speed, and I just ended up connecting. It's a good feeling. <laughs> you talked about being on the other side. Last time you went to the ALCS was with this team over on the other side in 2008. Now you're back with these guys. How much fun are you guys having? Oh, man, these kids over here bring a lot of energy in the clubhouse. And uh, I'm so happy to be over here with these guys and be a part of what they've accomplished thus far. And hopefully I can help them move further on. Mike Napoli didn't have a hit in game three against his former team, but spoke about how satisfying a victory it was. It's been so much fun to come over here. I think uh, I didn't know what to co expect coming in, but I could have ended up in a better place, and I think we have bigger things to do. Facing David Ortiz in his final game, you probably didn't get a chance to see it, but he just came back out on the mound, and the entire crowd went crazy saying goodbye to him. A Hall of Fame career. What was that like for you facing him? Uh, it was miserable, but it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, he deserves every bit of it. He's an awesome guy. He's a teammate I'll, I'll treasure having gotten to play for. I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> I think now that I don't have to face him, where I can, you know, speak to how hard it was, and, you know, he deserves every bit of recognition he's got. He was uh, just, you know, the best you could imagine. He deserves all the credit, and uh, I, I'm glad he, he's seen the appreciation from the fans on the way out, but on a personal note, I'm glad the Indians found a way to move on. You've seen how much Red Sox Lation loves these Red Sox. We've seen how powerful that offense was this year, and your pitching staff as a whole really kept them in check in this three-game sweep. How about that? 
I don't know how he did it. You know, Tomlin, I think, exemplifies that he was just so awesome tonight. He found a way to get outs, and, you know, I think uh, we weren't as effective as we wanted to be down the stretch. We found a way to, to, you know, just hold on. You know, Coco hit that big homer, which was just, oh, that stings. It's, uh, you know, I think it, it just sums up this team. We can win any way. We play great defense. We run the bases. We do things that other teams maybe take for granted, and, uh, you know, that, that starts with Tito and works its way down. Andrew Miller was stellar out of the bullpen all series for Cleveland. Uh, I mean, I think it made a difference for me feeling today. I think that it probably played into Tito's decision about, you know, the potential for three days in a row. Uh, I was ready. I, I stretched pretty much in the third inning, I think, today. I usually go to the fifth. That's kind of what I did the other day. Um, you know, Josh was so good. I think that we, we kind of were pretty comfortable, as comfortable as you can be in a, a playoff game, that he was throwing the ball well. But the momentum in these games is just so so crazy how fast it can swing. And I think, uh, you know, just ready for anything, I think we all are out there. And, you know, it's uh, just kind of all, all hands on deck. And whenever I get the phone call, I try to get ready as quick as I can. Yeah, Andrew, there's always so much talk today about relief pitchers needing to know what their role is, when they're going to come in. Have you ever had that mentality, or has it always been for you? Whatever inning I'm in, I'm in, and it doesn't really matter if it's one inning, two innings, or whatever the role. Yeah, I think I've answered this question a lot lately. I think it's uh, I think it's a luxury as a reliever to have that. It doesn't mean I think it is valuable to know that you have a certain inning or a certain batter or whatever it is. But ultimately, you know, the majority of guys are sitting out in bullpens. They're prepared from the first inning to till the game ends, and you know that's you know most guys kind of work their way back. That was certainly my case. I you know I lost my chances of at their shot the rotation in spring training. And, uh, you know, I started as a long guy, lefty specialist type situation. So, you know, I think you prepare yourself for anything. And, you know, that's most of us can draw from that experience. Very few guys have been a closer, say, through the minor leagues and then, you know, installed as a closer pretty quickly in the big leagues. So for me, I've been through it before. I think, like I said, it, it's nice to know. But, you know, at this time of year, I think we're all just excited to, to find a way to help the team. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do.